0: Hi, I'm Amelia and I'm Lucy and welcome to teen speak up podcast yeah Um, today we are here with Alex Hooten Um, he's the co-founder of space to speak which is a youth-powered organization that strives to change the stigma of sexual violence at a legislative and cultural level So, So, Alex, (laughs) Alex, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and then, like, what? uh, Yeah, where you're from, your grade, just, like, stuff that you think the listeners should
1: know. Uh, I'm Alex Hooten, and uh, I'm a freshman at at Colorado State University. Um, And I am from Lafayette, Colorado, which is just about an hour south of uh, where I go to school now. Um, We started this organization a few weeks ago and uh we're just getting started and seeing where we can go with it
0: amazing how did you come up with space speak like what was what was your kind of prevailing initiative that led you to start it
1: um what really led us to start it was uh my my co-founder had started to um do a lot of writing for some um small magazines and she'd been uh kind of hired to do some like poetry and some articles on the issue um, and she hadn't really felt super confident in talking about it until she started writing those and she realized um, and I realized well uh, she was realizing that that we really wanted to have more of an impact and see what we could do on our own um through our own sorry. um sorry through our own uh kind of methods rather than going through articles on other websites so right. trying to start our own organization where we can have more control over uh what we did and how we changed it um because we felt like a lot of the organizations out there right now didn't really send the same message as we wanted to send.
0: Right, um, so what would you say is your main message?
1: Yeah, our objective is to change the culture around sexual violence. Um, I think that's our primary goal, um, rather than focusing on people telling their stories and trying mm-hmm. to say, how awful it is because people know how awful it is we want to be able to make more of a change on how people view it at a younger age so that people can process what it is before they perhaps become perpetrators of the issue yeah Um, and to kind of have a wider conversation on the issue um, so that people don't aren't scared to talk about it um
0: yeah
1: but also reinforcing that two people that they can be involved in the movement without having to tell their story
0: right um yeah, definitely. that
1: it doesn't require an instagram post telling everyone what you went through in order to be involved
0: right um how does space to speak intersect with youth
1: so what uh, our goal is right now that we're working towards is some initiatives uh, focused on schools um we have uh, a, an initiative with, uh, it's called Letters to Our Peers, um, where we will have um, survivors writing letters um, about possibly their experience or just letters saying how they got through it. Um, so that those can be exchanged between schools or just within the school to give people access to help. Um, because a lot of people don't know where to find others who have similar experiences to relate to. Um, So getting schools to be more connected on the issue and kind of expand that conversation
0: yeah um that's awesome Um, when we talk about these terms right when we're talking about sexual misconduct we're talking about sexual violence and we're talking about sexual harassment a lot of people like or rape you know people don't know what those terms mean um and there are a mm -hmm. lot of different definitions so um can you give us um some definitions whether it be like you want to google them or give your own definition um
1: yeah right so um as far as our organization goes sexual violence is a what we focus on, and it's a really broad term. So right. we're not focusing specifically on sexual assault, we're focusing on sexual violence as a whole, which right. can range anything from cat calling, um, whistling at someone on the street, all the way to rape. Because we believe that if we can change the culture so that cat calling becomes less common, right. and that people think that it's not as okay to view others in that way, and to make moves like that, then it will translate to lower rates of sexual assault as well.
0: When, you know, we're talking about sexual violence, what was your kind of call to action? Like, when did you hear about that word? Like, what was your first experience with that?
1: I think my first experience with the knowledge of, like, what sexual violence is, and um, really, like, understanding the gravity of it mm-hmm. was probably, I think it was kind of late in my life compared to what I would hope that people would understand it at. Right. Um, I, I don't really know if I can pinpoint exactly the moment that I knew. Um, but it, I think I started gaining understanding of it probably mid-high school because mm-hmm. um, th- then we'd have maybe some like talks in health class about right. what it was but they weren't really that in-depth um, and generally my peers didn't really talk about it either so even those who may have had experiences with it didn't really talk about it publicly Um, so I think it kind of middle of high school I started to understand it um, but I didn't really know anyone who was openly admitted or talked about what had happened to them until uh, I got to college even
0: right and I think that's such an integral part of the culture is that you know victim blaming right if someone comes out with their assault that person is gonna be harassed. Um, right. Yeah, no matter the so circumstance. Often. Yeah. Um, you know, just looking at it like with Christine Blasey Ford, like this is so evident in so many cases. Um, what yeah. I really, uh, one thing I really love about Spaces to Speak um, is the fact that you don't specifically hone in on women, which I think is really great because I think a lot of people fail t- to recognize or to acknowledge the fact that this is. Sexual violence is not based upon gender. Sure, like women may have more right. experiences it, but it's not binary. Um, so, do you want to talk a mm-hmm. bit about that?
1: Yeah, um, I think one of our focuses and one of the things we tried to kind of hone in on being a um, having. A co-founder of a male co-founder and a female co-founder was wanting to talk about both um, sides of the issue and also to focus on um, non-binary individuals Mm -hmm. so um, I think one of the things that people really fail to realize a lot of time is that although the number of women um, that experience sexual violence is That one in four number, which we all know is scary. Um, The one in six men is also scary. Yeah. And so it's like people might assume that maybe it was one in eight or one in ten, that it was like half, but it's actually much closer. Um, And there's the added issue of men are less likely to speak up about it um, because maybe they're in denial of. That it was sexual violence when it right. happened to them um and they haven't really realized and even if it has happened and they would report it if they knew they might not even fully understand what happened to them um, because yeah. they're in denial because of the kind of male um i guess attitude towards that kind of thing
0: definitely how are you guys uh, like reaching out to legislators and aiming to like change culture. The yeah. Culture. Like the culture on like a legislative. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, at the moment we're trying, we're talking to some other organizations. Um, there's a bill that passed in New York recently.
0: Governor Cuomo established the sexual assault bill of rights, appropriate healthcare, um, services at no cost and receive, uh, receive updates on their sexual offense, evidence kit, and status of their case.
1: I think what we were aiming to do, um, and it's just in the beginnings of uh, talking about it right now, but we're trying to see if we can get that bill to pass in the state of Colorado, Mm -hmm. um, where we're based currently, and then from there possibly try to expand that to include other states. Um, because one thing that we consider important is that um, survivors that go to seek help shortly after um, their experience should be able to know what their rights are with respect to that and to be able to get the appropriate help Um, because there are so many problems with women being turned away by places that offer rape kits. Um, Women who get a rape kit done, but then the evidence provided never gets used. Um, so just allowing uh, survivors to know what their rights are so that yeah. they can be more firm if those issues come up, say, I know that legally this should be happening. Why is it not happening right. if they're pursuing legal action? Um, yeah. And we think that's really important. For sure okay
0: um so how are you seeking to change the culture um not judicially like how are you seeking to change the culture within society
1: yeah so we are hoping to gain more reach on social media um, through our website and to have more people um, just engaged in the conversation right not necessarily about what stories there are but on sexual violence as a whole why it happens, how it happens, what we can do to prevent it and understand it. Um, Because there are certain cases where perhaps the perpetrator doesn't realize that what they're doing is wrong, but it still happened and it's still wrong. So if we can get more people to understand what is happening and like where it starts and where it ends up, then we can kind of change that culture, make it yeah. so that more people understand what's okay and what's not.
0: I think something that I've been learning a lot about recently and just talking about with my friends is the nuances within sexual violence, right? Because it's definitely not linear. Um, it's it, right. The issue has so much depth. Um, so do you want to speak to some of that depth? Like, Do you want to give some examples?
1: Um, I think that uh, it's... It's kind of hard to describe how deep the issue is. Right. Um, there are so many different levels of sexual violence. Um, I mean, as simple as being catcalled on the street that can leave a different impact on each person. So yeah. it is classified as sexual violence in any case, but how someone takes it, as if it happens to them, can be completely different so then there's the issue of not only what occurs but how it's handled um so there's just so many different levels uh that it happens at
0: yeah and i think especially nowadays with people you know learning about sexual assault and figuring out figuring out what it is a lot of times when people you know tell loved ones that you know they have um, experiences with violence um sexual violence right The loved ones are, this is the path of action that you have to take. And I think it's so, it's so different for every person. Um, Mm -hmm. and it like really, really depends on your psyche and like where you are at that time. Um, yeah.
1: Right. Like for some people, the best way for them to get through it is to confront the issue head on, take legal action, talk about it. Um, and that helps them come to terms with what happened to them and to understand it for others, they need to internalize it and think about it themselves before they really kind of reveal that to other people around them because they don't want to talk about it until they've processed it. Right. Um, so there's, there's those two extremes and then there's anything in between, where, whether it's just talking to a close friend or family member about it. Um, but not telling anybody else. Uh, so there's just a huge range of reactions and ways of handling it, and I don't think that it's right to tell anyone that any one way is the right way.
0: Yeah, definitely. So if people are looking, um, if people want to educate themselves about sexual violence, but they don't really know how like, to go about and do it, what would you tell them?
1: Uh, I'd say a good place to start is uh, visit our website at uh, spacetospeak.org, go to our learn page, we have a lot of good statistics on there Um, and then we also have a lot of good links to resources um, down at the bottom. Um, You can see our references list of where we got some of our information and there is more information available um, at those locations. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be expanding that list as we go on just so that uh, people can get more statistics, um, read more about it. Um, We also have a letter published on our website um, that was written by a male survivor um, that we're in contact with. Um, that has a lot of good information on how he handle it, handled it and on how um, if you are a male looking to process your experience, um, you can read that and kind of gain some clarity um, and maybe get rid of some possible self-guilt um, because that can be a problem that you uh, a lot of guys experience.
0: What would you personally say to somebody who has dealt with sexual violence?
1: Uh, I would tell them they're not alone. Um, it's very common to think you're alone um, because even though you see the statistics on how many uh, people it happens to, it's not common to know who around you it's happened to and yeah. who you can talk to that shares your experience. Um, uh, so I would say you're not alone. Um, reach out find those people that you trust um, if you want to talk about it Um, if you don't want to tell your story but you want people to know that it happened to you um, you can tell that Um, reach out to hotlines, Um, you can go to our website, we have resources for that there Um, so I'd say just find the people who can relate to you um, because it's not common to know who around you can
0: yeah um yeah that's great and i also a lot of the times we know a lot of people who have dealt with it but they're just not out about it um and right. i think yeah i think that's something to understand as well for sure mm-hmm.
1: um and some people are out about it but not to certain people so like yeah um when uh Maya posted her Instagram post, um, she got a lot of responses and uh, like direct messages from people that she knew who had had experiences, who she mm-hmm. hadn't known that they'd had experiences like that. So yeah. there's a lot more people than you think who maybe are willing to talk about it, but haven't talked to you about it.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate you taking the time um, to chat with us. Um, thank you all so much for listening yes, to our interview with you. Alex. We really, really appreciated having him on here. Thank you. So Alex, if you were listening, thank you so much. Thank for you. Um, so today we just kind of touched on the basics of sexual violence. And we also, you know, talked a little bit about the nuances, but in, um, our next episode, we're going to really dive into those nuances and dissect. One of our next episodes. Too. Yeah. One of our next episodes. Yeah. We're going to really dive into those nuances and dissect it. Um, we're going to talk about how you know it disproportionately affects people of color. We're going to talk a lot about the stigma surrounding it and what we can do to combat to combat those taboos. Um, yeah. So thank also we have um, one announcement. If you guys are based in the NYC area, um, there is a event with um, New York City says enough. It's a know your rights event and. You guys can come to learn your your rights involving interactions with ICE agents, including if you were stopped and are undocumented. Uh, we will have re- resources on the on the site to help you gain citizenship. Me and Amelia are both part of this organization. Yeah, we helped organize it. This event and it's happening on April sixth at two thirty p.m. at four twenty two Central Ave. um, Brooklyn in In Brooklyn. 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 Yeah. And in addition to learning about um, what you do if you encounter ice agents. you can go there to learn, um, what you, what you can do if you're ever stopped, um, by law enforcement. This, um, organiz- this, sorry, this event is a community response to the rampant violations of the rights, uh, of inner city teens at the hands of police. Again, April 6th, 422 Central Avenue, completely free, be there, be square. Thank you so much for listening. Um, um. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you next time. See you next time.